Welcome to Exploding Facts. I am your host, Mia Tweedle, and we are joined today by our co-host for this episode, Asher Abinath. We are going to do a little something different for the fact battle and chat with an expert. You will see what that is soon. During our fact classes segment, I am going to introduce our fun factors, Patricia and Lonnie. We have a special segment, Soft Talk, which will be presented by Solomon, who you may remember from our mustache episode. We have two Ashers and some great segments coming up on this episode, including What is Cute, Cute Battle, Fat Glasses, Chat with an Expert, and Sloth Talk. But before we start, I have some explaining to do. You guessed it, this week is a special episode. In this episode, we'll be learning about... Cute stuff! Keep listening! What is cute? I'm glad you asked that, Mia. In 2015, a few scientists had the exact same question, and they wanted to know the answer. They performed a few studies. In one, they showed to the participants a picture of a cute baby and a picture of a less cute baby. Side note, it is very hard to imagine a baby that is not super cute. The scientists asked which baby the participants would rather give a toy to and which one they would rather adopt. The participants chose the cuter baby. In the second study, the scientists rated pictures of puppies and other baby animals to see how healthy they were. The studies showed that cuteness is linked to health. Healthy babies are cuter than unhealthy babies. Our co-host Asher had a couple of questions. What is cute aggression? Well, when you see something cute, have you ever wanted but not wanted to eat it up or smush it or maybe crush it? That feeling is called cute aggression. Some scientists studied that by using a study or a test called electrophysiology. They figured out that cute aggression happens when you're so overwhelmed by the cuteness of whatever you're seeing that you don't know how to control it. And now a word from Asher about sloth cuteness. Tests reveal that sloths are cute because they smile like all the time. Interesting. Do you have anything else to say about sloths that sound very scientific? Three to four extinct sloth species are known to survive the cold evolution of the Earth. The phylogenetic analysis of scientists, me, says that sloths are very cute. Even though cute seems like too big a feeling for the word cute, it's the only word that means cute in English. So we challenge you to make up your own word for cute that you think is a big enough word for cuteness. Share with us. Here are some of the suggestions we have gotten. Schmoopy. Aldo, Zuzi, Beautiful, Adorable, and Pilchkipoo. Thanks to Joey, Ruth, Sharon, Ajean, Bria, Cyan, and Tamara for those suggestions. Welcome to the Cute Battle. Introducing Asher and Lila. Two twins competing in a family argument at dinner time on which is the cutest, pizza or cockroaches? What do you think? With Asher for pizza and Lila for cockroaches, you'll surely switch sides by the end. These are some tough twins. And now, on your mark, get set, go! Okay, first of all, how is pizza cute? How are cockroaches cute? Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> cockroaches, sorry. for one thing, 
they look pretty cool, and uh, we eat pizza. We do not eat cockroaches. And Thank they're goodness. They're living beings. Okay, how is pizza cute? You eat pizza. You do not, it's not a pet. This saucy, cheesy, doughy, gooey, lovable pizza. Nobody doesn't like pizza. That's not true. Unless they're lactose intolerant, which they're forced to. Or they don't like cheese, like my friend Mia here. Then just pick the cheese off. Like you used to. Yeah, like I used to. Well, um, I have some proof that doesn't say that uh, pizza is cute, but I have some proof that says that uh, cockroaches are definitely so not. So you do not believe that pizza is cute? No, I believe pizza is cute. But you have no proof. Yes, but I have proof that proves you But I have proof that proves you wrong. <gasps> what? Yes. Pizza can be very disgusting. Okay, 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 okay. I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy who has a mother whose cousin's friend's daughter's cut a cockroach in half. And the top half just skirt away. Is that cute? You call that cute. I never said that that was cute. Cockroaches are pests. What is a pest? Okay. If you were to search up pizza cartoon right now, you would not stop. No, it is adorable. Oh yeah, Asher? Well, you only like plain pizza. And some people believe that cockroaches are adorable. Find me a single person in this crowd that believes that cockroaches are adorable. This is being recorded. We don't even know who's in the crowd yet. Five minutes later. Pizza is food. You eat pizza. You do not eat cockroaches. I'd be disturbed if you did. I I, I like, I, I definitely like pizza more than cockroaches. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's wrong. It is way cuter. What do you think about people that like pineapple pizza? Well, uh, I slightly think it's a crime against humanity, but I will not judge if you, you like judge. pineapple p- pizza. Yeah, well, did you hear that? He does judge you. Okay, okay, you know what? At least I have people in this crowd that like pizza. Find yeah. a single person in this crowd that thinks cockroaches are cute, cute, and I will give you $5,000. You don't have $5,000. I will pay you off for the rest of my life. I don't believe you. I will. No, you won't. And I will find a person in the, I will find a person that, that listens to this. This that thinks cockroaches are cute. Okay, I promise you I will. Aside from you. Okay, that will be slightly more difficult, but it will work. <laughs> I promise. Alright, you have three days. Starting one, please just just pretend to like cockroaches at least for a second. Yeah, no, I'm here, correct? Yeah, I know, but like, or just volunteer if... No one will pretend to like cockroaches. No, if you actually... Wanna know why? Because no one does like cockroaches. That's not true. Aside from thinking they're cute. Alright, well, yeah. Yeah. That's gonna wrap it up. You stink.
just search cute pictures of cockroaches and cute pictures of pizza. Oh, look at the ones of the cockroaches. Those ones were so funny. I know, they're so cute. Oh, wow. Some of these are creepy. Listeners, do you like games? Well, if so, come check out my amazing podcast, Games in Reality. In this podcast, we talk about different perspectives about different games. We have everything from debate specials to unscripted conversations. Season one is video games, but there's more to come. Just search Asher Oppenheim on Spotify and Games in Reality on Apple Podcasts. Go check it out. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're lucky to have our guests... Patricia Tweel and Lonnie Firestone, who will be our fun factors today. We have a new segment today facilitated by a recent breakthrough at the Exploding Facts Science Institute. So Lonnie, Patricia, in front of you are two pairs of fact glasses that our hardworking scientists here at Exploding Facts have invented. Put them on and tell us what you see. I'd be glad to, but can you give me just a second here so I can take off my regular boring glasses and put on these much more interesting looking ones? Okay, just adjusting these. Adjust, adjust, adjust. Oh, wow, they fit really nicely. And they look great too. Thanks, Trish. Okay, um, let's see here in the lab. I'm so curious, where does curly hair even come from? Oh, here's some of the interesting information. Apparently, follicles, which are part of our hair that grows under our skin, have a lot to do with our hair texture. For straight hair, the follicles grow vertically out of the head, whereas for curly hair, the follicles grow in a tilted or slanted direction, so the hair grows out at an angle. Interesting. Oh, and here's something else. Another important factor is the shape of the hair follicles. Ironically, follicles that are round create straight hair, and follicles that are flat create curly hair. Trish, are you hearing this? That seems backwards to me. Are you sure that's what the glasses say? That's what the science tells us based on these fat glasses. I would never know that. Same here. Oh, this is interesting. Tight coils of curly hair can appear up to 75% shorter than their actual length. Wow. That's why our hair looks so long when it's wet, I'll bet. Mm, you're exactly right there. Oh, here's something new in this other area of the lab. Curly hair and hairbrushes do not get along. People with curly hair can attest to this. Brushes break up curls and cause them to majorly frizz. And now, a final fact that I can attest to personally. For people with curly hair, they know that others will want to touch the curls. Please note, this habit is very annoying to curly-haired people. I do kind of want to touch your hair. Thanks, Trish, but please don't. Now, that brings us to the conclusion of our curly-haired facts. So interesting. So you look great in your glasses, but I'm just so excited to try mine on. I'm going to go ahead and put them on, and I'm going to walk over to this mirror in the lab and see what I look like in my glasses. Do I have a second, Mia? Yeah, sure. Oh, wow! They make my eyes look huge. Amazing. And they make my eyes look extra dark brown when I look at myself in the mirror. 
I wonder why my eyes are so dark brown. Hmm. Oh my gosh, here comes a fact right here. It's starting. The colored part of the iris called the iris. Humans' eyes are mainly brown, it says, the most common color. But people also can have blue, hazel, or green eyes. Green are the least common. Well, I guess that makes sense because I hardly know anybody with green eyes. But I've always wondered why I might have brown eyes and my friends might have blue eyes, for example. I'm going to look around over here and see. Oh, over by the exacto lunch bags. Look, when I look that way with my glasses, I've got a new fact. The color is determined by how much melanin is in your eye. Melanin is a brown pigment. It's a substance that gives color. And the more melanin you have, the darker your eyes are. Blue and green eyes don't have very much melanin, and dark brown have a lot. Well, that makes sense, I guess. So, let me see around, look around the lab a little bit more, see what's going on. Oh, I just started looking under the, under the lab table here, and some new fact popped right up about animals. Animals and birds have more eye colors than humans have. Think of cat's eyes that are yellow. And have you ever seen those little tree frogs with bright red eyes? They're so cute. That's because they have pigments that are different than the melanin that humans have. Makes our, seem, our eyes seem kind of boring. Okay, I'm going to go back over by the mirror and just check out if I still look as good here. Oh, gosh. Oh, I... I'm seeing another fact here that's like super interesting. In 2008, researchers discovered that thousands of years ago, all human beings had brown eyes, every single one. And then about 6,000 years ago, one person had a genetic change in his eyes that gave him blue eyes. And so every single person in the whole world, after that person who was born with blue eyes, got his eye color from that one person, and they all have this person as a common ancestor. That is really amazing. You know, I have blue eyes. I better thank my blue-eyed ancestor. Gosh, I think that looks like about the last of the facts. I'm really looking all around the lab. Oh, 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 down here in the very bottom corner of my glasses, another interesting fact has just started, like, scrolling up. It's telling me... Mm, Writers often decide to give their characters certain eye colors to suggest certain personalities for their characters. Blue, for example, is often used to suggest a calm character. But you know what I'm thinking of? All those green-eyed monsters that we've read about. People are born with beautiful hair and eye colors, but sometimes we don't like the ones we've got. Some people try to change it up, but it's always great to like what you've got. Thank you for coming to the Exploding Facts Fact Classes. Keep listening for the chat with an expert. Do, 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 do. Our co-host, Asher, will be interviewing our expert on cuteness, Raph, who is a baby. How does it feel to be cute? Ah. Does being cute make any difference to your personal life? Do you have to make any sacrifices in order to be cute? Ah. Who was the 13th president of the United States? <coughs> What's the good part about being cute? Ah. What's the bad part about being cute? Ah. 
It's cute a thing. Is it an idea? What is it? Ah. And now a word from our friend Sloth Stuffy. Oh, you don't talk? Alright, then we'll just skip this part. Do 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 do. Hello. Welcome to Sloth Talk. Today I will talk about sloths. It seems obvious. Well, let's start. Sloths are mammals, and they're the slowest mammals in the world. There are six types of sloths, but people only think of sloths in two categories, two-toed and three-toed. Sloths aren't picky eaters. They eat all types of vegetables and leaves, and they sleep about 19 hours a day. They live in Central and South America. Well, let's talk about their speed. Sloths travel very slowly, and they don't get around much because they sleep all the time. They move about 40 yards a day. That's less than half of a football field. Sloths are great swimmers and climbers. The reason they're slow is because they have weak legs, but very strong arms. That's why they can climb and swim. Sloths sleep hanging from trees. Now, it's the time you were waiting for. The cute part of this sloth talk. Let's start by saying sloths are extra adorable because they always look like they're smiling. And their faces are cute in general. And did I forget to tell you that sloths are hug machines? They love hugging and hugs. I mean, I guess. They're like the Michael Jordan of hugging. And they have little nice fur. So that's why a sloths are the best. That was Sloth Talk by Song. That's it for this episode of Exploding Facts. Exploding Facts is made by me, Mia. It is supported and funded by No One Yet and is brought to you by us. Our music and theme song are written and composed by me and Bill Buildings. Today's episode has additional production and music scoring by Louis Tweel. Here are our new additions to the Thankful Asher Kylie, cute battler. Lila Kylie, cute battler. Raphael Tweel, cute expert. Lonnie Firestone, fun factor. Patricia Tweel, fun factor. And Asher Oppenheim, co-host. You can find Solomon, our sloth talker, in our mustache episode. And don't forget to check out the Thankful Jar on our website for everyone who's helped contribute to Exploding Facts so far.